Hello, and welcome back to Going Inward with Brandy Vesna. All right, so thank you very much. Today, I uh, my energy is a little bit different. You're going to hear it. You're going to feel it because I'm just in a place where I want to discuss feeling it and allow yourself to feel your feelings. You know, no matter what we go through, the feelings that we have, the experiences, they become coded within us whether or not we're willing to process the feelings or not. So there are things we as humans, part of our human experience is having feelings, um, experiencing loss, experiencing happiness, experiencing sorrow and excitement and a whole arrangement of different uh, feelings we are meant to have as human beings. However, those of you who are incapable of feeling feelings, and for men, you know, I... I think I have much empathy and I hold a lot of space for men because men have not been able to express their emotions in our society freely for millennia, forever. You know, um, human beings have not gotten to a place in our own evolution yet where men are able to express themselves freely um, in public. You know, I know right now my family and I are going through a major loss Um Some people might scoff at it and people who have had a true connection to an animal, which is a spirit, no matter what, um, you can understand and, you know, empathize that our family has just lost our family dog. Um, it was my brother's dog. His name's Todd. And truly and seriously, we all played a role over the last decade helping raise him. My brother got him when he was 18 years old and, um, Todd passed away while Jesse was, 29 years old. On the day uh, Hank Williams Sr. had passed away, Todd took one howl and basically thanked my brother and I and died in our arms. Now, Todd came home with the both of us and he left to the spirit world with both of us. And that is something that gives me solace and comfort to know that we did our best as a family to love and the fact that Todd brought so much love into our lives, love into our home. He made us better people. Um, and now he is in the spirit world and it's something that we have to process. So in terms of feelings, I know when um, my own father lost his dog, one of his dogs, because my, my father is a dog lover as well. Um, he, he, he was crying and he was sad, just like my other brother Cody, who's had to work through this experience and was incapable of being able to express those feelings, you know, like my dad was a scaffolder on major shutdowns and working on crews with other men. And there's no way that my father would be able to shed a tear at that time, you know, because first of all, men are not given that grace and we don't hold space for men to be able to feel their feelings in public. And I think we're evolving as a species to recognize that we have masculine and female energy And it's okay to feel our feelings. So that's what I'm talking about is to feel. So right now, you know, I feel a deep sense of mourning and loss and I'm sad. And it's like I have these tidal waves of emotion where I'm okay. And then all of a sudden something just comes over me and I'm overwhelmed by, you know, the sorrow and I cry and I'm allowing myself to cry. While at the same time, I've just launched my first program going inward and I'm starting a brand new job and, you know, I'm having my biggest cash month I've had yet in my adult working life. 
Um, and I have to have, you know, gratitude and excitement for all of these amazing things while still giving myself the grace to realize that I'm in, I'm mourning. So it takes a lot of vulnerability and authenticity to be able to feel our feelings, to express them in front of other people, because not a lot of people, um, feel safe doing that. And some humans just don't have the capacity to empathize and they see people crying as a form of weakness. However, feeling our feelings is strength because no matter how we push them down or we avoid them, we all, we code them. They get stuck in our being, they're in our epigenetics and they get triggered when something reminds us of whatever we've not allowed ourselves to feel. So I just really want to, you know, hold space and send love to those of you who are going through some, some tough experiences right now. I know also this 2020 told me and taught me to definitely not take for granted the health of our loved ones. Um, my best uncle who helped raise me from the time I was born, as I've talked about my, um, I was raised by a single mother that my uncle who is my best friend has pancreatic cancer you know, out of nowhere. Nobody in my immediate family has ever had to deal with cancer and our community are, you know, where my uncle is from, the community he's from, our Métis community, our friends, our family have all really come together in prayer and by raising funds for the treatments that he's been getting. And even while Todd was sick, the amount of people who had been praying for him was the most powerful experience aside from the love of what we're able to, you know, give because we're able to feel our feelings. So I know for some people, um, a lot of people are scared to express themselves in kindness and love for fear of being hurt. You know, if a person has been hurt or when they were in their childhood, they experience not being safe expressing themselves or, um, at some time, something within them when they were young, they soon learned that, you know, having feelings was not, it was not an experience that was safe or that they could tolerate. Um, they learned to not be able to express themselves. But I can say as somebody who feels deeply, um, you know, I'm born in the year of the dog and I'm a cancer and my spirit, uh, and and coming from a Métis family, you know, I'm naturally extremely passionate and very, very loving that a lot of people are not loving. It's not that they, they don't spiritually have that capacity to love and be loved. It's just, it, it's not something that is safe for them. So my hope is that all people can get to a place in their lives where they can tolerate feeling. You know, I'm in my ninth year of sobriety and there's no way in the past that I could have felt my feelings the way I do today because I just did not have the emotional capacity nor the emotional intelligence to be able to cope with what I felt. But my, my hope for you is that you can feel it all. You can feel the joy. You can feel the sorrow. You can feel the excitement. You can feel the anxiety, the pressure. You can walk with it. You can experience it. And you still make decisions um, in lieu of the big feelings that you're feeling. You know, I recently just left a job that I had for over a decade that it was very, at the end, it, I've raised my standards and I had to make a choice to live in alignment with, you know, where I'm at. 
Um, but there was a lot of resentment and a lot of bitterness that I felt there. However, now I'm at a place of feeling, you know, excitement for this new opportunity and this new phase of my life. And, you know, I felt a little, I felt some sorrow in December. I had a good cry that it served its purpose. It was its time. Um, you know, people and jobs and experiences come into our lives for a season, for a reason, for a lifetime. And that job helped me grow up. It helped me grow as an individual, grow into womanhood. I got, I became a teacher full-time when I was 25 years old, straight out of university, you know, and now I'm an adult and I'm a woman. And, um, I just really want to share with you that it's important to feel. And the more you avoid feeling, the more you code it in your being, in your human experience, in some way, somehow it does come out. You know, the classic person who is the crier when they drink. Well, that's a time and place when that person is able to experience those feelings um, because they're not so guarded and they're not stuck within them. So I send you my love. I send you my prayers. And I do hope and pray that in this lifetime, you can feel it all, walk with it, experience the richness of the good times, the bad times, and still be able to live the life that you desire. So this month, I've all, the women in Going Inward, we've started. It's incredible. It's authentic. It's vulnerable. We're working on uh, creating healthy habits, daily affirmations. There's five lives in the program. But I will be opening up registration for Going Inward Deep Dive, where we will be going deeper within ourselves and looking at goals and intentions and boundaries and just looking within our own experiences, our own childhood, our own beliefs, our own money and love and sex and all those sorts of things. So those of you women who are interested in joining the program, you can definitely contact me on Instagram, on Facebook, and we can, uh, we'll get you registered once I open up registrations. And gentlemen, I know many gentlemen listen to my podcast. I send you my love and I really hope that in this lifetime you allow yourself to feel your feelings and women as well who did not learn it was safe to be able to cry and feel and those of you who are struggling with addiction that you, no matter what you are going to be safe and you can experience your full humanness and not be ashamed of it. So I thank you, Marchi Miigwech, Egesay, Tak, Gracias, and I look forward to hearing from you and putting out my next podcast. Take care. I love you. Bye.